Assault, episode number 60. Pass Assault, of course, is everybody's favorite casual conversation podcast. Low effort for the time being. Hosted in Buffalo, New York. As always, I'm one of your co-hosts, Max Cambria. With me today, and I cheers him, my good friend Tony. Tony, tell me. Max, what's going on, bud? Who are you? To uh, these people that are listening. I guess I'm just pretty much Max's only friend left. <laughs> That's uh, a bold statement. We grew up together. I don't want my real friends to think that that meant anything. We're now adult friends living in the same uh, borderline. The same That's an uncomfortable phrase, adult friends, but continue. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm just just a young man making it out here on my own with my girlfriend. Right. You have a girlfriend, Alex. She's lovely. Um, the first thing that I really want to talk about, and it may sound boring, is your job. Because, okay. well, what do you do for a living? Uh, like, what like, do you currently do? Like, not what you want to do, just what are you doing to pay your bills right now? I'm a lab tech at a dental lab. Yeah, so, like, what does that mean? What is what is the task like? Because that sounds impressive, right? Mm. I think everybody listening right now so far is impressed. You probably wooed a few. I don't of think they listeners. are impressed. No, that's not. Um, lab tech is, most, a, is an adult job. That's an adult job. Most word. of my job is just scraping plaster molds of teeth. There you go, folks. So they can be fit for retainers and other such removable dental Line appliances. Mine yeah, that's uh, it's basically a manufacturing job. When you think like lab tech or like lab scientist or something like that, you probably think of like you're in, like, like you're like looking biotech. in a microscope and you're like, yeah, exactly. Doing some cool stuff. It's no, nothing like that. Molds. That's uh, you don't you don't love your job though. Um, there's things to love about it. I I get to go in and just like throw my AirPods in for eight hours and kind of like do my own work and not be bothered so that's all right but sitting at a lab bench doing the same thing over and over and over again will drive you crazy eventually but you're strong-minded uh, i'm intelligent <laughs> what do you mean strong-minded I, I knew i could let it simmer i don't know you think i should be doing something else something more no i just you said it could you could make you go crazy, but and I asked you if you were crazy in that way. I was like, Are you strong minded? Do they do the people know what you do? Currently? Yeah. Probably. Let's update them. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I juice. <laughs> Not like steroids, like rah rah juice. You you squeeze I vegetables and throw fruits. Various pieces of produce. Um You squish it with your hands, ag right? Against the big blade and then press it with two plates but not meads i'm not doing the pressing the machine is i just press a button what's your go-to juice from my place of business yeah well it's not my place of business i just work there 
opinion piece. I don't. Um, okay. I don't know. Funky's pretty good. It's blue. It's apple, apple, pineapple, mint, and then like this cayenne and maca extract that gives it kind of like this heat, heat and cold flavor sensation. The juice is cold. The mint is a cool flavor, but then the back taste you get this kick of cayenne, and then what turns it blue is this like algae they put in it it sounds weird but it's not bad just colors it i had my first juice shot today did Did one before work poop poop myself yeah a lot of people poop themselves no juice juice diets no it was like a like an energy boost one had caffeine and then i think like coconut water blueberry raspberry and like a reishi mushroom extract supposed to be good for your brain or something like that What's wrong with your brain? Oh, because you scraped dental plaque, and this is what prevents you from going crazy. What did you say it was? Rishi? Yeah, I think I think that's what it's called. Rishi mushrooms, Rishi mushrooms. Yeah, and we're not cultured. Yeah. No, I worked at Whole Foods. I everything <laughs> had that word on it. I should. Yeah, it's a mushroom. I believe. I think it's. I think it is Rishi. Yeah, I'm not gonna look up the pronunciation right now. We never do that on Pass Out. We just pronounce things wrong. I watched a mushroom doc like a couple days ago on is Netflix. It? Well, well, tell me. Uh, I think. What was just pull something? Tell me like something you pulled out of it. I don't, dude. It was it, the visuals were getting like really trippy at one point. Oh yeah, they were probably talking about like you know, funny mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's name? Paul Stamens, I think. Paul Stamens. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's a lecturer. I don't know where he works. Uh-huh. It's some school. So he's like he's an amateur like mycologist or whatever. And his first experience with mushrooms, he ate like, like way too many, and had this weird like ego death experience, and then just like tripped really hard on the tree while it was like pouring down rain, just like hugging this tree for hours because he's like tripping, tripping balls yeah, for sure. And then uh, he just decided, I want to dedicate my life to mushrooms. Oh, because now I remember it, after that experience, he stopped stuttering. He used to have a really bad stuttering problem as a kid, and he just stopped after he got way too fucking high on mushrooms so yeah he's a proponent for sure i i believe um that's, i didn't know that that's a pretty crazy story dude and i was i'm not gonna lie i was i was a little fried don't tell my mom or anything but eggs fried eggs Joey. yeah and uh i see you Joey. there was just they were just he was talking in the background but then all of a sudden all these colorful like fractals get up on the screen and i'm just like oh dude fucking dude do you see that <laughs> Dude, do you see the fra- and it just like tripped me out. It was really cool though, informative. He talked about a, but it wasn't just those mushrooms. Like it was all. It was the doc was about like reishi as well, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he mentioned those. Uh, his mom had a stage four breast cancer, and he attributes part of her recovery to eating, or I think to taking like a turkey tail mushroom extract. Really? Yeah, she didn't just do the mushrooms, but apparently they like can boost the effects of. Like chemotherapy drugs. Yeah, there's um, there's a lot we don't know. I mean, I I think that from that same doc, I saw a clip. This could have been something unrelated though, where they said that, like certain species of mushrooms, can communicate like underground, like through their root systems. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. Mike- That's crazy to like. Michael Risel, I think, is what it's called. And they like, like Michael Risel, 
mushrooms or whatever they oh, interact okay, yeah. with with plants yeah that's like to conceptualize that is is difficult like that is because plant is a plant like that's that's why people don't advocate not to eat them because they can't feel pain or communicate right but there's a couple things like this that make you wonder like wow yeah should i like sprinkle mushroom dust in my in my like house plants do you in a little boost no i they're, they're in a, is that a real is that a real thing you no can... it's in like a lot of fertilizer and stuff like that too like the i got i got a money plant recently from the store because they look nice and i was like i'll just add i got a little windowsill why not just add another one and i at first i put it in my back room where like my desk is and my cat and i came home from somewhere and my cat had had pushed it into her litter box when it fell, did like change, like fall out into it? That was so funny. Did you find a lot of quarters and no, nickels? No, it in fell the... into the litter box, and I had to clean it up <laughs> and scold her. And I, through a process, a careful process, just repotted it. Not with. I need to get better soil for sure. I didn't. I didn't go digging in my yard. I don't want people to think I'm the dude you see digging in his his yard in the middle of winter. That's not me. I think you're about getting put it in a like... smaller pot with the dirt that I had. And then uh, I'm just going to see what happens. I've been thinking about getting one of those, like, countertop uh, compost bins. Wait, like the Luna machines or whatever? Not Luna. Um, It's like this dude made this countertop compost bin where you put stuff in it and you press the button. Is that what you're talking about? Something like that, yeah. Bro, I looked into those. Oh, what the hell are they called? Because I saw the video. I saw the video everybody sees. And Jamie pulled that up. Real quick for us. Countertop composter. I'm going to look up really quick. You got to recycle that new trash. You know what I'm saying? Where is it? Feed your plants. Well, either way, I'll explain it while I find it. Um, It's like this tabletop unit that you put all this, all your food scraps in it, right? And it, you press a button and it just instantly turns it into like compost. And the dude just like took out the tray for it and everything. It was like crazy in like no time at all. And I looked into it and when I found it, when I went to the website, they were like four grand. It was bro, but it's like, I'm just talking about like, I looked at it. I was like, this is, this is like a future gadget to me. Like a scrap bin. I can't remember. Was it the Lomi? Bro, it might be this. This Lomi thing. Let me see. Are you a nature boy? Are you into stuff like that? You trying to do good by, by Mother Nature? Oh, no. This one's only $500. What did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm closing it up. Um Am I nature boy? I haven't been uh, like camping or anything like that in a long time, actually. In in nature, generally, mm. I've been trapped in this waking nightmare of cityscape every day. I've been watching uh, Alaskan bush people. Oh, I've seen that show. I like Dude, that show. Family so fucking weird, but they make me. They really make me want to like move to just alaska with an axe and a fire starter yeah but here's the thing alexander mccandles over here 
it's not it's dressed down on that show like it's it's not you would have a much oh no worse they, off time you, oh yeah no I know. experience at all virtually i would argue of any of that sort of unless you like watched a vice documentary on how to survive maybe maybe you have like a one percent better chance but i've been watching just like those kind of shows and it like really survival uh the one no. dude who doesn't wear socks or shoes? No, I have seen that show. That guy, that's another too. weirdo. Dude, have you ever seen the bottom of his feet? They're so cr- – it looks like like how, how Buffalo Street's look like in the winter. He's, like, trying to train his mitochondria or whatever, bro. He's got potholes in his feet. <laughs> bro, he's going to – yeah, I don't know what happened to that dude. Um, I, him and the guy, I think, stopped being – like – Yeah, they stopped. They, like – yeah, the Navy – They weren't, like, they buddies. Like they, like, didn't get along, really. That show was funny they because, like, a lot. he would be in, like, sub-zero temperature. <laughs> he would, like, be, like, his feet would start bleeding just from sheer frostbite. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you got to put socks on. So he, like, puts on these wool socks. Oh, yeah, I remember and, that. Yeah. And the dude's like, oh, the predator might smell your blood. I'm like, <laughs> shut the hell up, bro. <laughs> like, no, you're not cool. I don't think it's legit. I think there's a disclaimer at the beginning of that show where it's, like, they're not actually – sleeping there i think that's one of those shows that it's open about his partner he was on i think uh he was on something else what i forget oh his own show another discovery show i feel like i could be completely wrong but that's how i remember it but the ultimate discovery show and i don't know if you were ever into this show let me adjust my mic here i don't know if you're ever into this show river monsters bro have you ever gotten into that show? My only exposure to that show, honestly, is like memes. Listen, do you have Discovery like Plus? Like the River Monster memes. Do you have it? Discovery Plus? No. All right, listen. I'm not, listen. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. listen to me. Okay. Listen to me. I'll be quiet now. You're going to Google search. I'm not going to do it now. You have to do this on your own. It's your own journey, but trust me. You're going to Google search and find out which streaming service has River Monsters and River Monsters Unhooked, which is like this whole separate thing. And you're going to sign up for their free trial. And immediately after signing up for their free trial, you're going to set yourself a reminder for the day before it expires. Cancel trial today. So you have a whole day to do it. And in that trial, you're going to binge as much River Monsters as possible. As possible. Honestly, start watching YouTube clips. Okay, so here's the deal with River Monsters for folks that Yeah, I don't know why you want me to watch the show so bad. The Discovery Channel, I guess, maybe it probably didn't start there. I don't really know the history, but... That's where I, I watched it. They just got this guy. This they I feel like they, they just walked up to him like he wasn't even accredited, but he is. He's like some master fisherman, Jeremy Wade. And he has like I don't know where he's from, like Sweden Sweden or something. I I don't know. He has a weird accent. He has a very pleasant voice. He has a very pleasant voice. He narrates every episode. Yeah, and he's awesome. the main character in it. And it's it's definitely dramatized to an extent in terms of the backstories of the fish he's hunting so the setup is like there's like these legends of fish that locals have seen in here or there and he goes and tries to catch them like catch these river monsters but here's the thing in in pretty much all those types of shows it is clear that it's bs nah bro he catches them. like the the megalodon one like Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. But that was all that. BS. That was all BS for Discovery. It's but it's supposed to be that way. This is like he actually catches these fish. Like it, he wins like all the time. Like that's what he's there to do, and he does catch like massive fish or like really dangerous fish. 
and the lore is like something you can have on in the background so you can just listen to what's going on because basically he goes into this village and this is where it's like i don't know you know how much of it is really going on and he's like always talking to people or they'll translate for people or he'll have a translator and he's like yeah this fish like ate ate this dude's eldest son i'm like bro bro he ate six babies in one day and then he just goes in the water and catches like he catches it so like one of the interesting episodes that i i think is worth the watch is when he goes and fishes in the chernobyl cooling pool like one of the 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 bodies of water that was near chernobyl right because Mm -hmm. there's like supposed to be this like huge fish there that one's a great episode like watch that one but it's a great just like passive show to have on and it and it's not it's not like drama reality he he does do what he says he's gonna do and catches these big fish and then you'll listen to jeremy wade and you'll be like yeah this makes sense that's got to be you like want, he becomes his own show. character in a way, and you're like, yes, I'm rooting for the fisherman. Like, and you know, he mostly does catch and release. I don't think he catches and kills anything. In it. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> they cut that part of the episode out at the end. I can't even. It's that's the that's the thing though. It doesn't even matter to me whether he had like killed some of the fish he was catching or not on camera because I can't remember because that didn't matter. Like when you watch the show, it doesn't matter. Like it's 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 bizarre. That is top tier right there. River Monsters and then River Monsters Unhooked was like a ver- a new version of the show. Still Jeremy Wade uh, doing the same stuff, but it was in more bizarre locations, maybe or like you know things like that. So or maybe more more bizarre techniques because he was he knew how to do everything: snorkel and you know spearfish and you know everything. So crazy. Yeah. A lot of those just discovery, like, kind of dad shows, they, they slap now. It's, like, the perfect, like, lazy, like, easy listening thing I, like, do when I'm home. Just throw one of those on well, in the background. Well, do you think, in general, any content, you, Tony, as, like, a young 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 guy, in, he relatively in, in connected, like, to the scene, like, to the mainstream, do you think you are consuming more content that is fictional or informational? The total, like totally. Uh, are, are you watching more fictional stuff or are you watching more non-fictional stuff? Everything though. So like, huh? Um, I would say mostly just like kind of reality shit like that. I've been really into just like those nature shows, but the only other thing like outside of that recently is a uh, Ben Euphoria. That's the only like fiction thing I've been like watching. You know I've been watching Euphoria. Did you watch this most past recent episode with uh, this past episode that just aired after the Super Bowl? No. Oh, okay. So you're not caught up. No. Okay. Yeah, we don't got to talk about it. We talk about Euphoria a lot on this podcast. This is – okay, so honestly, the second guest I've had in a row that's mentioned it, this is really turning into a Euphoria stan podcast because I – I don't know if I must really go into the into my thoughts about that show a lot. Yeah, go after ahead. I'm what's your it. what's your take on it? Well, I talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, but in in a digest, like at least just like this season, for sure is less strong than season one in terms of writing. The writing is still very very good, and like I'm actually seeing a lot of the the stuff pay out with this breather episode uh, after the Super Bowl. But um, 
it's just shot shot so remarkably like it is so remarkably shot to me that yeah. it is accomplishing what you're supposed to accomplish with like a tv show or a movie where like what you're seeing could tell its own story like regardless of audio right like you could kind of get a loose narrative everything that's going on is essential essentially or is essential to the show i mean like there's really not a lot of breathing room which i've said this before especially in this season there's almost no breathing room until i mean i would argue this past episode was pretty low-key but and then bro I was talking to this. I was talking to this with your brother today. I work with uh, Tony's brother Nathan. Shout out Nate. That dude Ali. First of all, some of the finest acting, like in recent memory, from that dude on Euphoria. I think his character is a phenomenally put together character. I think it's. I'm so glad that he's a recurring character. But me and Nate were joking. Like you, you really could. Rook could really ask him something so simple, and he responds so like. <laughs> like prophetical she'd be like so like for example like she walked by with the suitcase and he and he's like the million dollar question what's in the suitcase and i'm like bro <laughs> you don't really need to be addressing like that and then like you know he'll like turn any simple thing into like a, a whole lesson he'll be like it's not the path you're walking it's how you're walking it and i'm like dude bro <laughs> like it's so funny but it's so like it's such a good character but catch up, catch up to Euphoria. Yeah. I mean, do you think Euphoria accur- accurately represents? This was what I was just about to say. Not me. like obviously everything's dramatized, but in terms of what they too, are, too much though. But I think. what? So what they are um, exaggerating. But do you think it? They've they've hit the mark. Like yes, all this stuff could be going on and is actually going on for some people. Not as dramatic and big, but the same issues. Or do you think it's? even worse than that like it's not it's not accurate at all i mean i'm I'm sure part of it is for some people but i don't know it just like it drops my engagement to just like have to deal with that constantly because there's plenty of moments where it feels like this just this wouldn't happen like this can't happen in real life but that's the point I, i don't know if i can get over that with some of the some of the stuff it's supposed to be like an exaggeration of real I still life enjoy situations. the story. Yeah, the story. It's yeah, like yeah. I said, it's the well story's written. really good and the production's really good. The production is good. They're shooting, I told the last guest this, I'll say it again until people understand. They're shooting the whole thing on film, which is more expensive, like real film. Instead of digital cameras. Like mm-hmm. it is a digital film camera. Yeah. Um, yeah, you have to have a really big budget to do that. It's hard to edit. It's hard to put together. Um. But yeah, yeah, we, man, this is really, this really is a, a Euphoria Stan podcast. What about, forget the dramatics of Euphoria. Let's talk about like the dating, just like how the, how Euphoria is perceiving dating. Is the dating accurate? Like, do you remember having problems like that in your high school where like someone was sleeping with someone else's, you know, boyfriend or anything like that and people knew about it or was it? Nah, not really. I was like a one-off thing that happened maybe once. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, is the dating anchor? Like, for example, Fezco and Lexi, Flexi, <laughs> is like a bubbling romance, but it's a very... That one seems more realistic to me. We're like... And maybe it's because Lexi is the observer in the show, and that's why she's the most realistic. Either way. 
where he she met him at the party first and mm -hmm. then saw him at the store and then like it's and then when you know in this most recent episode they like are chilling um it's so weird that they end so up, it's like, like that's more realistic like they were chilling and like put on a movie like that's that's more realistic in terms of like the standard the average i say a lot of people might have had that experience right drug dealer and good girl pairing that's kind of yeah i know that's the drama of it but like you know if you think about like just like how the mechanisms of the romance are coming together it that's realistic like yeah that could happen yeah sure but like think about how today is like a lot of people especially in the last couple of years couldn't do anything so like dates were come over you know put something on chill out for a little bit well i've never had to rely or like use social like social right, media you, and or dating apps yeah you're not on social media ever and just during the pandemic yourself, yeah. what was that did you have a different experience with that like did with what with like dating apps did, did the vibe or anything about that change during the well, pandemic i had a girlfriend for oh yeah right. a big <laughs> chunk of the pandemic and Rest in peace. She's not dead, Actually, but I have had, I think since the relationship I've is. had two girlfriends. And uh, yeah, it's trying. I mean, like you know, it definitely affects things to a certain extent. But it's you know, so I haven't really been on dating apps until recently. I've been single for a little bit, so I have gotten on them. But it's garbage, bro. I I don't like dating apps. I mean, they're just like. And everybody doesn't really take them that seriously. And that's where, like, that's where we're at. Like, Tinder, I feel like maybe when that first came out, everybody took it seriously. But by the time, like, people started using it in our circles, it was, like, already known for having a controversial reputation of an app. And, you know, I don't know. People find success in apps. But here's the thing, too. Buffalo is kind of relatively small. And, like, Western New York as an area of coverage is very like wide so if, you know you set your distance close and <laughs> you ever get a chick from like toronto or like canada oh my so close gosh, to the border bro. i yeah that's another thing there is no country settings like restrictions so like buffalo is super close to canada and if you're on the west side like i am you the water i'm getting people like hey want to grab some poutine hey want to yeah, go want to go try curling like, sometimes they match and then you're like by the time both of you have looked at each other's profile you know, it'll say, like, usually Canadians have, like, a Canadian flag in the profile. It's, like, something they do. You're like, oh, yeah, nope. What am I going to do? Keep taking a COVID test to go over the border and see somebody? <laughs> and it's, like, all that headache, you know. That would be that would make for an interesting story, though. I hate story, Border though. Patrol, too. Like, they, all right. Can you imagine that's how your relationship started? And then Ooh. you end up marrying a chick during the pandemic who was from Canada? I mean, look, if, it, if the relationship, you know, would work that way, then I guess it I would have to be invested, so it would be someone worth it. But the point is, it's not even an open option because, like, Can now you? I've just gotten so good at weeding out Canadians, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Plus, I don't really go on them all the time. I do, like, my s few swipes for the day, and then I'm like, all right, done. Sometimes every few days, I don't know. It's just not – I also don't think I come across it well in, in a profile. I really don't know what because of the bio or the pictures or no what, i just do like a really pretty pretty standard average bio like i don't know like i'll i usually the bios usually include like 
indications like little bubbles already for like what your school if you want to make it visible or not and then i usually say in my bio like just like some what did i what i can tell you in a second um it's like tinder i have different ones well here's the thing now actually they change dating apps where like so like tinder is the classic tinder bio uh and now someone told me to try hinge which that's not a good suggestion because that's really for people looking for a serious thing and i don't know if i'm there right now moving on where you'll get there <laughs> where tinder's the classic bio you kind of can edit it yourself they do have some stuff you can say or like that'll put in for you, like your school, your job, if you want to. I just put uh, Kanisha's college grad, and then I put tatted, vaxxed, boosted, sleep deprived, and caffeinated. And yes, I smoke weed. I'm an adult. And now you're surprised why you get zero pussy. No, but I'm not really looking <laughs> for that. But it's a joke to me. So no, I think it's good. That's funny. No, I don't know. It's okay, but like. I don't like to make flashy. I feel bios. like what would you even say? There's not much exactly. to say in that. No. Is there a character oh, yeah. limit or yeah, anything like that? Or uh, so it's pretty lengthy. People do lengthy bios. I'm not gonna like put all this crazy like. Like I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me to need to say. And I want the conversation. Like just ask me a conversation. Like message mm. me about it. But I don't know. You heard Some the new thing. Some people put very specific bios. Kind of like uh, I'm looking for a country guy or like they'll specifically say what they're looking for i you know i'm just cooling they're starting a a blind date thing now yeah i, I heard what's what's your take on that so like you only see the bio and then they have like a st- structured set of questions like you ask and oh then yeah they give so you like, like the results from that so to like, talk for example, about this app hinge is based on pictures yes but it's more like prompts too and that i think got really popular because hinge has like gotten big because like a bunch of people i know are on it um and i think prompts like are the new wave like because this just sounds like you're gonna see a bio and whatever and then they'll give you prompts to respond to and that's like for for example like a prompt could be like there's like they're all preset kind of the first part and then you fill in the part at the end so it'll be like my ideal date and then they would have like you could like say whatever you wanted. You could type whatever you want, mm-hmm. or it'll say like, "We'll get along if dot dot dot," and they fill it in with whatever they want. So like, for example, a really basic one would be like, "We'll get along if dot dot dot." You feed me and make me laugh, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, a sense of humor is important, I think, in any relationship, and yeah, I don't think we're gonna go hungry. Yeah, uh, there's next. a lot of people on TikTok just no, getting that's like a judgment right there, I mean, exposed and flamed for like terrible responses on that that, that pops up on my uh, oh, for really? you page oh, pretty so consistently are out now yeah <laughs> gotta step my game up do you actually like base anything off those prompts or you usually go in like well that's how it works kind of is stuff. you can like anything in the profile a photo or one of the prompts or they could have a voice recording i guess or like whatever um and then you can comment on it which is and then you like the person knows when you like them like you get to see your likes and decide to match or not um does a girl have to answer on that first or is that something I else no isn't that a thing i guess yeah i guess if they're responding to your like and you commented it's a good idea to comment because then they could just 
lean right into that. Uh, I thought one of them does that. That's um, what is it called? Bumble. Oh, Bumble. That's a she. That's a female-owned company. She's actually like, uh, she her her value went so, so far up in the pandemic. She like hit, hit a milestone. The first female <laughs> billionaire, maybe or something like that. No, not first female billionaire, but like first uh, first female-owned company, publicly traded company to hit that valuation something like that oh okay cool but yeah that bumble is uh same thing with like hinge and just prompts and um pictures but you can uh the when you match yeah the the girl uh, has to be the one or because it's not just guys and girls obviously guys looking for guys so it's like the the matchy right the the second person to swipe mm-hmm. i guess if it was like I got you. <laughs> well, I don't know how the algorithm works actually, but that's what my guess is. Do you do you, like think you gotta like match with people with similar vibes? Does it just show well, it, everyone it in your general depth, radius? Is that it, how is it only how location based? Make, like make your own dating profile. No, but I'm saying no, is, I'm it, is it only location based or like will they match things you've said in either your bio or whatever to someone else? No, yeah. So like I don't know their I don't know like their algorithm how they set it up but let's say for example on tinder you selected some of those preset interests that they have and Mm -hmm. somebody else did they'll like both will be glowing for example or like have a color in the back behind them that is like their matching system right based on the profile you build we're going to try to show you you know profiles that are similar some people think that like why would they they want you on the app right so like some people think like because there's paid versions of all of these apps that unless you pay you're not going to get matches or if, if you pay you will get more and obviously the apps are designed that way because they I think want you're you, just ugly they you're want just you to spend money fucked regardless they want you to spend money um and i know people who have bought um like the premium versions or have held the premium versions past like a free trial you know, to to do whatever you got to do in this life to what does it, it get you more happy. swipes or something? So if if you need to buy something and it it makes you successful, I say go for it. It just increases the number of swipes you ever what, like what? Well, I don't know. There's different tiers. So like, um, like Tinder has. Tinder has like the free version, which is you run out of likes. They have like you can buy a, oh. the premium or plus or whatever where it's like you have unlimited likes and then there's there's another tier like a gold member tier. I don't I don't actually know anybody who's ever done Tinder Gold, um, which like if somebody likes you you can see it immediately mm. and just and you can like go to a page and decide to it's uh, there's probably other features too but that's like the big thing that they they advertise like and you can d- choose to swipe it or not but i'm pretty sure that if you have it 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 like there's a permanent indication of that on your profile so people know at least if you match with them that you're a gold member so like they chose so it either helps or harms it i guess each their own bumble premium is like the same thing where you get to see who liked you i'm sure and that well yeah because yeah and then i don't know what hinge premium does hinge premium is expensive it's like 30 bucks a month damn yeah a month yes but listen to this listen to this the first person who who told me about hinge is this guy i work with 
Gulp. Yeah. Excuse me, water gulp. <laughs> this guy I work with, Ed. I'm hoping to have him on the podcast sometime. Um, he like he's in a he's in a good relationship right now, like a really good one. Like they're very happy, and it was off. I'm pretty sure it was off hinge, which. And he said he paid for premium, and that's that's why Hinge is like kind of blown up because they their whole claim is like we're designing our app in order for you to delete it, like be in a relationship. That's why it's like huh. it's way more serious, taking a little, think a little seriouser, or more serious, I should say. Um, more seriously, more no, and <laughs> and he had success, like it the it worked, like it it worked, like he actually. Like he's in a really great relationship, but um, so that's that's my anecdote for for people looking for that. Like if you're you know or whatever you're looking for, I guess Hinge is legit. I don't know about thirty bucks though. Yeah, that seems insane. But I mean, I don't know. He had great results, but you you know you'd have to be pretty desperate. I feel like, but you'll you've never needed to experience it. Why? Dating apps? Why? I just no. Why? Like, what's the chief reason? Oh, because I met my girlfriend you've, you've in college in real life. Right. Okay, okay, whoa, let's back up there, cowboy. Let's not get defensive. Hold on a second. I'm just trying to tease this out. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that stuff, but well, A, the thirty bucks a month was just so seems insane, first off. Well you have and no then secondly, like, about the dating apps. Like you would never care. You never have no, cared I don't, about them. No. Do you think that if knock on wood, you guys I'm not trying to sabotage or sabotage uh-huh. but if you guys like in a hypothetical situation expired up, expired <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so sad <laughs> if you guys broke up would you get on dating apps you um, Tony like Anthony Anthony Carrero I don't know you I got think... this whole thing going on right now with you you got your hair's longer you're wearing more like <laughs> Yo, quarter have have... zips you got a lot of quarter zips listen anybody out there it's if someone in your life starts getting more quarter zips pay attention <laughs> pay attention if they start getting a lot more like in a short frame of time pay attention because they're in a cult or you know they're going through a this is my only quarter zip no bro don't stop it anyways um i just feel like mm, i don't i mean i think i would be drawn to them at some point but i feel like drawn. meeting what are they, the, the rings of power? What are they, drawing weaker? I mean, at some point, men? if I was, like, single for a long They're, time and I really wanted to meet people, that's probably, like, the fastest way yeah, is I mean, using one also, of those. But Also, I think all the apps do friend mode now where, like, you can just look for platonic friends. So imagine moving somewhere with no, no, nobody. Maybe if, if you started to get, like, Joker level or taxi driver level, you know, lonely – and you're like, man, I really need to actually get out there. Maybe that would be what you leaned on. I didn't even know you could do that. I don't that know. I think, that, I think that might – maybe that's a Bumble-only option. I'm pretty sure that they might all have them that way, though. Either way, people can put that in their bios, too, just looking for friends. But, but yeah, there's also – but in Bumble, there's a straight-up BFF mode, which you can use for any reason. I, you know, I've seen people advertise drugs, you know, on mm. there or, you know, do what they want. Prostitution? Uh, no. You don't, don't have to answer. Oh, actually, yeah, there are. Um, you don't actually, have to answer are, with like, your own personal experience. There are women of the night on all of these apps, but <laughs> you can always tell, like, the spam accounts, like, I don't know if they really lead to a real woman, but either way, the spam accounts will, like, all have the bio that'll be like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm in an open relationship 
just looking for fun snap me and it's a snapchat like that copy and paste literally almost word for word and whenever you see one of those that those aren't real like if you swipe them you'll like get liked by them pretty quickly after you swipe them because they either have gold or they have like there it's just not somebody it's not the, that person behind the profile and they match with you and then they immediately probably will send you like really weird messages and then like a snap code or like a link never click the link never click the snap code just exit out it's a scammer like they just want your money um have you ever been caught by a bot on there on one of those like and not realized it or anything no i've never no you no i learned internet rule number one you don't pay money to to people online you don't know no but isn't there like bots on those kind of apps or whatever what do you mean, like moderator bots? Like that, mo- that like if you do something, like you get kicked? Or like- no, they, they have like these fake profiles and then they kind of like funnel towards the thing you're talking about. Like they get you talking and they're like, yeah. oh, add me on this. And then they do the, the exact same thing, basically. Yeah, they try to get like money from you or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I had a scammer one time tell me from Reddit. This just reminded me that like he was going to like <laughs> – he was like, yeah, I'm going to deliver you all this stuff, all this, like, these this weed. And I was like, because he was, like, trying to posit himself as a, as a weed seller. I was like, okay. And then he was like, yeah, that dude's around the corner because I was telling him I'm not going to send him the – he wanted Bitcoin, right? I'm not going to send him Bitcoin until it, till it gets to the address, right? Uh-huh. And – I already knew it was a scammer. I really wanted to see how deep down the rabbit hole he would go. And he was like, dude – the car got stopped around the corner, but I got you. I'm so connected. I got the <laughs> Buffalo police. I'm, I just need some bribe money because obviously you need to cover this. So you just send me that bribe money and it's right around the corner. We'll give it to you. I'm like, oh, all right. I'll go outside. I'll go find it. He's like, no, bro. It's not there. I'm like, what do you mean? You set us around the corner. I'll see the flashing lights. It's the middle of the night. Like, And then he's like, dude, just send me $500 and I'll get him to go away and you'll get your stuff. And I'm like, bro, I didn't even give you like my real address, bro. This is a scam. I just – he kept trying to WhatsApp call me, like try to actually have a conversation. And be, he was like, dude, I wouldn't lie to you. This is what I do to support my kids. I'm like, bro, I already know it's a scam. Like give it up. So funny. Like people online, bro. Mm, the internet never been scammed or anything online no well i've never been like a victim of one yeah i've definitely like had them like you've never given it. money to anybody yeah obviously not bro speaking of a, a certain person who's been on past assault before i think we know who i'm talking about this one time he got scammed by a masseuse it was crazy he paid her some money on uh through cash app or something she was like a, a masseuse from cheek to wog or something it, it was definitely a local person because they knew intimate knowledge about like cheek to wog and stuff but yeah. it was just like someone positing themselves as a in-home masseuse like a travel masseuse yeah and when john tried to get services from them um <laughs> she was like yeah i just need a deposit and then i'll i'll leave and then you'll pay the rest after and he paid her the fucking deposit like an idiot and realized it's not real and so he had to, how like, did he find this ad why i I showed him the profile because I was talking to him that day about how like the algorithm on Instagram is weird because they'll suggest you weird profiles to follow. And I'm like, yeah. So I hit this one. It was personal masseuse services. And it was some like girl in Chichawaga. Never like never talked about her. Never like followed the profile. But I remember the name. So I showed it to him. And he's like, huh. He's like, I need like a masseuse. My back's killing me. I was like, okay, well, there you go. I don't know if she's any good. And he just like 
damn near like get sent to and yeah paid did he money. get mad at you like dude what the fuck you just sent me up for a scam i told him like three messages in because i read them i was like three messages in i knew this was a scammer bro are you kidding me anybody try to ask you for anything to be like nah bro like just get out of my dms plus why are you hey. following accounts you don't you know you don't know this is, goes back to the golden rule i hope you got a robot tug no but you are on social media you're on tiktok my only social media is a uh uh venmo youtube <laughs> youtube's really social media now do you just consider venmo uh a it social is, media it, they have just a, like well they have kind of like a social aspect you can post what you're buying you can post who you can even post the open amount if you want but you can essentially post about it people can like it i'm pretty sure there's a comment feature i don't think i've ever seen anything with more than one like on there messaged on venmo one time by this dude that I bought um, bought something from at the flea market on the corner there. Huh. See, yeah. So that's when I was really turned on to the features of Venmo. I was like, yeah, now they can all all of them do crypto. Can you imagine going into a girl's profile on Venmo like, hey, like this, comment on it. Oh, that's so good. That's so funny. <laughs> Excuse me. Ah, sneeze there. God bless you. But Venmo, is, I'd say Venmo qualifies as a, it's like a social, it's like a social ledger. Maybe that's where you really. need to try and find people next. No, I'm not using. <laughs> I'm not seriously using using to find to find people, and it's not going to be Venmo. It'd be it'd probably be Cash LinkedIn. App. Cash App, so like, because Cash App you don't have to comment, so it would just be like let's let's let that money talk then. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why it's Cash App. Huh. Cash App is a serious app for serious people. You know. Are you going to try to meet girls on LinkedIn at all? It's getting regulated now, though. What? On LinkedIn. That's another option. I don't have You ever LinkedIn. get tired of the apps? You Just know, go to fucking LinkedIn. I don't. You'll find a nice, smart girl who, you really know. crazy about LinkedIn anymore as much as they used to be. I don't know. Mm. I know. I know. I know it's a good. I feel like good. that's something my mom's always talking about. Like, you need to get on LinkedIn. You need to get on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's where you you'll find one? all the good jobs. LinkedIn? I think, like, I maybe created a profile and, like, college randomly yeah, but, but I'd have to i've never used it and i'd have to like get dressed yeah exactly shot like you have to look business. and they'll see how just as lazy and unsuccessful as i was in college outside you were successful of college. in college i mean i did okay what do you mean you did okay i graduated but i didn't yeah, like do anything you, first of all crazy you, first of all you are fun first honestly of all, <laughs> first of all that graduated is gonna hurt second of all you got college paid for yeah, I did Your take scholarship. Yeah. You were a scholar, and then you were a scholar no. in college. You were a biology major, which is a major achievement. It's okay, I guess. That's pretty good. It's more or less STEM degrees are hard. It was more or less a four-year vacation. Huh? At the end of the day. Why do you perceive it that way? So you <laughs> met Alex on vacation. Yeah. But, but vacation. It's not an appropriate word because, like, at a vacation, you're relaxing. Even though there are stressful aspects of a vacation, especially if you have children, I'm sure. But, yeah, but when the you point don't of to... a vacation is to relax. The, you were stressed to the nines in college. You I were probably, yimmed I... and yammed. You were rizzled and razzled, bro. I'm telling you. You were six cups of coffee in. You were eating, you know, Tuscan panini presses. <laughs> you were hitting up Tim Hortons like it was your – it was running out of style. Yeah, I did eat a lot of Tim's. I that, think I would have been more rizzled and razzled, though, as you say, if I did have to pay for it. 
bro. Sometimes because no one had to come over to your dorm and beat you up because you were like you were you were off you were off your cabin fever vibes. Yeah, I mean, but you were exposed to some fumes, so let's just leave it at that. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Just like knowing that it was free, it was just like at the very least, all you have to do is pass. But you didn't just pass, is what I'm saying. Statistically speaking, you did be- you did a much better than just pass. C's get degrees, but you be getting B's, bro, and A's. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, well. You did well. Okay, I did well, but, like, I got out you're of college. You're allowed to accept that. You're allowed to say and accept, I did well. And, and you're allowed to say and, and accept that you – see, here's the thing. What? All right, I'll keep it short. Here's the thing. You feel unsmart maybe because you didn't just like come out of this degree and instantly get into some major position somewhere. Like like that was almost something that you were almost bargained. You know, they say go to college, get the job. Yeah. It doesn't happen like that though, especially, you know, pandemic and everything else. Yeah, the pandemic was crazy for that. But that doesn't mean you're not smart. Plus, yeah, you know, maybe you won't have a job in your degree field. Maybe you'll get a job somewhere else. It'll be what you want to do and you do it. Yeah. No, you're 20, you know, 23 now. See, I just started. Now I'm, now I'm a full-time podcaster. Every me, week, me and Max coming at it. Sun, that would be a high-effort podcast. This yeah. is a low-effort podcast. This is officially, officially now the, the Max and Tony podcast. I don't think we're gonna. I'm gonna rename. Yeah, I think it's a lot of work. We're gonna do a couple more episodes for sure. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, uh, I'd have to bring in the logo and I'd have to change the name on everything. We can still pass the salt. I'd have to email people. I would have to email. Now with me, we can do pass the salt and Peppa. No, stop it. You're not. (laughs) No, no. It's pass the salt. I'm already competing with enough people for that namesake. You know, there's this other pass the salt. That's a gospel podcast. I kid you not, bro. And that's why I couldn't have passassault at gmail.com. Pass the salt of the year. I'm really going to turn people on to some, like, alt-right crap because, like, it's not alt-right, but it's, like, just some pastor dude. I don't know. He he hasn't posted in a while. I guess neither have we. But, um, (laughs) yeah, no, too much work. Yeah, but now we're back at it. We're killing it. We're We're crushing it. it. Look, We're back at it, and we're moving into saltiest of the week. Oh, okay. Saltiest of the week is a segment we do at the end, towards the end of the podcast, where we decide who we thought, or what group, or what entity, or maybe it was yourself or somebody was the saltiest that week. And then community tries right after that is our recommendation. What do you got this week, Tony? Saltiest of the week. Who was mad? Who was mad? For my saltiest of the week, pinch of sea salt. Pinch of table no, salt, bro, pitch, bro. pinch of kosher. Is, no, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's yeah, a little bit right. of all of that. That's, what, that's how salty there. Just, that's how I thought you were about to start recommending spices. I was like, bro. No, no. All right, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry I interrupted. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was you, mean. That was oh, mean. Just goodness. start again. Start again. Okay, so <clears throat> my southeast of the week would probably have to be the artist formerly known as Kanye West. He goes by just... His name, he yeah, says no. he's legally changed it to Ye. He is just Ye. Okay, just Ye. And Ye is on a... Ye, Ye. Man, I'm so out of it. It's been on a tirade recently with... um, A bunch of people. Yeah. A bunch of people. For what, though? Like, what's the story? So, you know, he uh, they filed for divorce. 
It, no papers have been signed, apparently, but... Kim and Kanye? Yeah, because it yeah. might just be a stunt, but keep going. No, she's filed to be, like, declared legally, like, single. Oh, and he didn't Recently. They haven't signed anything, but she is, like, making it very clear that... Oh, I see what that, you're saying. That, you know, she's I single. Know that. You can file to be legally single? Apparently. I just read that. What is that, like, changing your Facebook status, like, in real life? Like, how do I... What does that mean? I don't know. Ta- well, I mean... For you- tax purposes and business purposes? I guess. Probably. I mean, she's from what it seems like, she's dating Pete Davidson. And <laughs> Kanye's been going at him. He's been going at their relationship. He's saying that, you know, Pete will never, <laughs> never raise his kids. You know, Dude, he's, he's still bro. fighting for Kim. Pete will never raise his kids. And he just seems overall, you know, pretty salty for, for a guy who you, you know, should be pretty happy. He's a billionaire. He's got successful fashion things, music things. I think part of it's a stunt. He's got a, a new album coming out. Right. Apparently. Donda too. Yeah. Did you listen to Donda? Is it all? Yeah. What'd you think? Not a fan. Of any of it or just I did one full a... listen through and then took the Yeah, I did a full listen through and and, and took the songs that I wanted and there's a few tracks. Um, the song of the weekend's on. It's like the Hurricane. only That's Yeah, I think it's one. the only song I have left, like download downloaded on my phone from that album. But I think the point is, like, this controversy is the energy that he's creating around this release. So, yeah, that one song he released with g Who was that? Who did he? Not G-Eazy. Why the fuck did I say that? <laughs> um, no. Uh, what am I talking about? He released a single, right? I thought he had some other stuff going on with the game. Are you thinking about that? Maybe it was the game. Something on song? Spotify. I thought he released another album, something or just something else there. Oh, just a single, yeah. With somebody. What was that called? It I just have no came idea. out. Either way. Um and it was kind of more hard hitting. Yeah. Uh so maybe this album is gonna be more of like an angry album. And then after, Executive Producer Future. So it's gonna be just everybody's gonna want to hear what he has to say in this controversy. And I think with if it's fake, if it's fake, then the solution will be ultra simple. That's how you'll know if it's fake. Like if after the album releases and it does as well as any other Kanye stuff has done, but maybe even two or 3% more because of this controversy. And like all of a sudden Kim and Kanye are back together and there is no Pete Davidson. Like if it, if the solution is simple, then I'd say it's drummed up controversy, but that's unlikely because there's too many moving parts. Pete Davidson. I don't know. Huge penis, apparently. He would agree to not to be a part of a like set up controversy unless like they just straight up gave him money. I don't know. It just no. I think he's actually dating her, and I think from what it seems like, she's just trying to move her life forward. So besides, and he's like holding on to this. Besides the divorce, is the other parts of this drummed up, like his beef with Kid Cudi or his none of that. I, I'm not a Kanye fake believer. I think that this is mostly. I don't know. The headlines are coming from mostly like obviously paparazzi and tabloids and stuff, but like the, the story that's out there is generally understood to be like un, not just like controversy that's drunk. Is this one of his manic episodes? No, he's gone off no, the rails. I don't think that at all. He's I gone off the rails is, in the past just, few years. <laughs> He has made he's some, always been yay, but he has this is like questionable. He, he's on some other questionable other shit nowadays. Choices for sure, 
but you know people just say that's gay do you think that is true i don't I can't tell how he's much of it he's dude. making he is an angry dude. a conscious decision about and how much. He bought much. another ranch in Wyoming. He had one, and he sold it, and he bought another one. He bought, like, a like the lot right across from where Kim's going to live, just right, on, like, some right, petty right, stuff. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, you know, that'll all get, like, put to the side. Like, that's the stuff like that that I – that. That's crazy. But him, no, him doing that, obviously, he knew that was going to be media – he couldn't have not known that you, was going to be like media frenzy over that that information. So like that could be something maybe he did in the public eye to get at, you know, because maybe that's how Kim found out is through that story. And like that's the that's the sword maybe. But like other than that, I mean, so much of it's e- ego driven that it's hard to tell, you know, what at, you know, what at this point is just that Netflix to drum up something up. for the, the album or to plus just... the Netflix stock is coming out and he would want people it would be in his interest and Netflix's interest for people to want to watch that. And right now, since he's back in all the headlines, it is going to have a much bigger premiere in terms of when that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. When that drops, it's going to be. A th- and they're stretching it out over three parts. So it'll. So this album's going to come to 20 in a few days. I think the Netflix documentary releases as well soon, like the first part. Oh, oh. And he's mad at Netflix, allegedly mad at Netflix for not letting him like see a final cut or have editing say which he's not supposed to because it's a documentary and also that could also just be kind of drummed up controversy that he uses like to kind of get people interested in the doc i don't know but i don't believe it is i think i don't know how much i don't know if he's a mastermind or he has a mastermind team maybe money could buy one but that is like you know contriving this extra stuff it probably is just him doing him I mean, through but and he through. he was angry throughout all of this. He does come off as Through and as through, angry. all I'm getting is a little something in the wind. The and I, and thing, I think that's salt. The funniest thing is he was at the Super Bowl and someone, I forgot who, it was like a celebrity was sitting behind him. Oh, is this the Judd Apatow thing? Yes, it was Judd Apatow. <laughs> and he was like, Kanye <laughs> is sitting in front of me. And he like was throwing some Kanye quotes that he said. I mean, obviously he could have made it up, but... That like the mask is so hot that he's just wearing that mask. Yeah. <laughs> made the eye holes or something like that. And he's like, nah. And he asked his homie, and his dude was like, nah. You gotta commit. You gotta commit to it. Like, and then his sweaty ass took it off eventually. Yeah. That's so funny. What about your saltiest? My saltiest of the week is truckers. I will keep this brief and and non-inflammatory. So there's been a lot of like talk in the news about like these truck convoys called freedom convoys is the is the term coined and and essentially what's going on is in it started in Canada because Trudeau or Trudeau I don't really know how to say his name Justin Trudeau Trudeau okay yeah I don't say I don't say a lot of things out loud because I live alone now so it's really yeah hard for me to talk I can tell you don't talk to many people anymore anyway moving on the truckers. Uh, the Freedom Convoy, they call themselves, um, were mad because he said that you needed to have a vaccine if you were doing like this cross-border stuff mm-hmm. or just like being a trucker in general. And they were mad. So there are varying statistics, but w- one that keeps popping up for me is like it doesn't af- it doesn't really affect the majority of truckers. It's, it is like a smaller percentage. I don't know how small, though. I've heard 10%. I've heard 15 I've heard like 30 
Um, so that is not a stat I'm sure on. Um, but regardless, it's not all truckers because obviously some truckers are vaccinated, and so it doesn't matter. So then they decided in protest, they decided to kind of like use their rigs to meet up and like bring this like convoy American flags. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. people are using it as an anti-vax you know, <clears throat> vehicle protest. It's picking up a lot of steam to like clog up. They clog up like border crossings or major cities like downtown, like clog up traffic because obviously, you know, now now they're definitely going to be seen. And the reason it matters economically, the reason it's getting attention, you ask, like, like they're not really that big. I mean, they're getting a lot bigger because of the attention they've got, but they didn't start that big. The reason it matters is because they're blocking, they were blocking a major, I think until today, this is February 15th, they were blocking this, like, crossing between Montana and Canada. Mm-hmm. Um whatever that province is, Manitoba maybe, or Alberta. I think it's Alberta. And that is that road that they were blocking is responsible for 25% of, of U.S. Canadian trucker trade. So it's economically mm. a protest, really. Like, that is interfering with the supply chain in insignificant ways. I haven't been impacted with it. Well, kind of, actually, with um, – where I work, we get like produce from this supplier. Yeah, everything's so expensive right now. It is expensive, and sometimes he doesn't have stuff. But that is why it's getting a lot of attention because that actually like is a te- like that actually worked to some extent. And mm-hmm. plugging up major arteries or downtowns also works. We living in Buffalo, we did have a freedom convoy like drive through our city. I don't know. I think Super Bowl Sunday before the game, or maybe it was Saturday. I think it was Saturday. Hmm. Um. Because the Peace Bridge and is right there. So. Yeah. I was unaware of this. So they're really mad. They're really <clears> mad that they were told that they didn't have to, and now that now it's a mandate. So crazy. And now I could see you being a trucker. No, no. You, you need a oh, really big trucker hat to fit the, the hair, but yeah, I wouldn't need a lot. I'm not. I wouldn't be a hat trucker. I wouldn't be a hat trucker. I think you got to be to be a trucker. I, I maybe I would have short hair if I. If I was a trucker, I think that would actually be better. Yeah. Or a mullet? Oh, be... dude, a mullet. That would be crazy. No. And no, I wouldn't be a trucker. But what it does appeal to me is like being seeing if you were like a really a cross country trucker, like seeing that much like actually traveling that much distance and seeing that much in real time is appealing. But after like obviously you get bored yeah. of it eventually, same route. Yeah. I can see you in like some trucker prostitutes. No, like I wouldn't want to be driving. I wouldn't want to have a driving forward job, really, and that would just be a job. Plus, it's a dying business. They're going to be automated soon, like relatively soon, not like soon, soon, but like within mm-hmm. the next, you know, ten, ten to twenty years, probably. I think it might grow a little bit once, like, uh, like those semi EV trucks become like bigger and stuff like that. Once, yeah, once they can haul whatever they're hauling right now. And they're safe automatically, because then and they figure out who would be liable in a- accident, blah blah blah. They can work all that out. Then they'll do it. That's really not a lot to work out. I think. I think they're closer than we both think, but I'm gonna say ten to twenty years. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't be a career. But there's a lot of trucker job postings around here because of like all the Peace Bridge stuff. Didn't you, always looking. didn't you try to get your CDL license before? Yeah, I did try to get a CDL <laughs> license. But that was only as a bonus to the job that I had. I was just working for a place called Buffalo Didn't CDL. that dude like try to – That wasn't dude he, was weird. Dude, he was trying to kiss you or something. He was trying to 
do all sorts of things. Yeah, so dude, dude, talk about that. Strange. Well, I only had the job for like a week because this dude was just giving me vibes that I can pick up on. And he was trying to get you to bend first, over like, to couple, pick up stuff. The first couple. Okay, so let me describe <laughs> this guy first. He was a very large guy, um, overweight for sure, obese for sure, um, and he was. He, he wasn't hygienic. Let's just put it that way. And the first couple of days of my job, he just, like, had me sit in his car while he, like, drove drove kind of, like, to this other location where, like, people take tests. And he was, like, trying to f- let me meet this other dude who's, who was allegedly my age, which I think he was. I don't know. He looked a little older. He looked like he was, like, 20. Um, I was in high school. And just talk about random crap that I didn't want to hear. And whenever we were back at the office and I was doing actual work, he would like, yeah, he would like drop stuff and I would be like picking up and he just kept giving me all, all these weird sorts of, of vibes and just like, yeah, he would tell me stories about like, he'd be like, yeah, my, what was he saying? Like his, his half son or something like that had an STD so bad. Like he called him and he was living on a boat or something. I was like, bro, I don't want to listen to this crap. He's like, yeah, but he would like bring ladies back to the boat. I'm like, bro. Dude, I read a review on his place once. It's yeah, he beat horrible. a dude up. No, <laughs> the, he didn't beat anybody. Dude, up. yeah, and then the dude he would always come to the pizzeria we worked at and get the tuna sub. No, dude, he was a scammer. I heard. Yeah, he is a scammer. Here's the thing. He was basically willing to let me set my own hours, work as much or as little as I wanted, whenever I wanted, within the hours of opening, which is a huge perk to lay on somebody like that. So he just wanted me to be around. It was just weird, and he he said that on top of that. He could get me my CDL with, like, very minimal effort. Like, I wouldn't have to do all go through all the hoops. I would just, like, be able to just drive them before or after work and, like, just pick up the CDL in case. You know, that really didn't entice me. You know what he the wanted. The money enticing me the cash under the table. I was working another job, and I was saving for a car at this time. But, yeah, then he was very creepy. It was very Dude, he, you know what he really wanted? He just wanted road dome in the semi. That's what he was trying to work you up towards. He's a disgusting human, and that was disgusting to say. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was my little – I've had a lot of little odd jobs like that. So, you know, that one one was definitely one of the the worst ones. Yeah, that was like – that dude I met that was near my age was like – his eyes just told me like – I can't imagine starting like being like a 20-year-old and be like, oh, man, trucking. But if I got my CDL, I could – I could have foreseeably bought like a, I don't know, bought something big if I wanted to. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> bought something that required it. Or, or you know, what if I got my bus like CDL and I could drive big buses and then I'd buy a bus and live in it off grid. Oh, like one of those like schoolie things, like like yeah, re- schoolie converse? like renovate a. I wouldn't actually yeah. do that though. Like I, I, I think I would get sick of it after like. A I think I had years. that dream for a while. Everybody does. Everybody goes online once. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, let's uh let's move on. Community tries. Let's get into our community tries. Recommendations from Yeah. Max and Tony. I uh I'll go first because you went first with the saltiest. Go ahead. Um My first is a book. I'm gonna use Owen's inspiration and uh Shout out Owen. Recommend the book that I Yeah, you lived with him once. Yeah, I'm gonna recommend the book. That Terrible I roommate. I'm reading right now. Just kidding, I love you. It was given to me by a friend, and 
it is called Radiance. And the book is about, okay, so it's, it's, it sounds complex. It's really not. It's not actually that complex. What am I talking about? Yeah, so you the book, the book take, takes place over the, it's a, it's a bunch of entries and it takes place over the span of like 18, like 90, I think there's a chronology in the front to, uh, 1960 or 70, basically the life of this little girl Severin, essentially kind of, and, but it's in space. So imagine, imagine that one of the industrialists probably got with Edison because Edison is like a background character in the book. And like he had a somehow sick scientific advancement and he was able to send like spacecraft out somehow. And they went to Venus. This is the whole premise. They At some point they got to Venus and found these they're called calla whales or these huge like whales on on venus they're not really whales but whatever and they don't do anything or harm anybody but they do secrete this kind of like milk called and they call calla milk and that if you drink that it is it allows humans to live in space in different conditions with only being like minimally affected so to speak like if you're born on another planet or like the moon, like you go up there and drink all the water there. Like your skin's kind of like more bluey, but little shit like that. Okay. It, you know, I know it's a wild concept. I was not completely sold on the book when I was highly recommended to it or buy it. But after reading it, I'm not even done with it yet. I'm close. Um, it's good. So for example, since that expansion happened so early, it's past the point of colonization of those. So it's not, they're not primitive really setups. They're full fledged like towns and stuff. The moon is, would be like, imagine LA, but it's on the moon. That's where like all the movies are shot and stuff. And as a side note, no one can make really color or sound films yet because Thomas Edison got so like wealthy from this, from figuring out how to get to space or otherwise his other inventions that he has like this, uh, patent control on 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 audio and visual um, movies that are like you know color and sound. Excuse me. But yeah, there's a lot of moving parts, but it's good. So like this one, the whole book is really about this, like what happened to this filmmaker's daughter Severin, and you kind of like figure it out. And each chapter, like a chapter, might be an audio log, or it might be a script of a movie that someone in the book was had written, or it might be like just a regular book prose or like narration. It's good. It's like, it's like an art deco, not thriller, not really noir. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of things, but it's a good book. Um, Radiance, um, who did that by something Valentine. Um, I can't remember. You get it on a Kindle or something? You a Kindle guy? You like the hard copy? What about? Uh, this is a hard copy. I like hard copy books. Catherine, um, Catherine Valenti, not Valentine. It was Catherine's the first name. Catherine Valenti. Um, I like 
physical books, but I understand, although it shouldn't really fall on the consumer. I understand like electronic books take paper and they're convenient because they, you can have a lot of books on one thing. I don't mind reading it on like a tablet. I don't have a tablet right now. Um, I don't mind it. I've thought about getting like a Kindle, like a paper white, like the, not mm-hmm. the ones that can like surf the web and are like LCD screens, but still like the, the Kindle screen. Yeah. But, uh, I've never pulled, I haven't pulled the trigger. Hmm. I guess my thing is when I don't have any own any more physical books that I haven't read yet, because I still have books that I haven't read yet, then I'll probably get a Kindle out of like, in, it'll be like winter in Buffalo probably, and I'll it'll be like negative ten, and I won't want to go to a bookstore. Barn is I have nobly. some electronic books, I guess. I but all my textbooks electronic recommend that way over physical absolutely yeah they're always cheaper you can highlight and and it's not uneven mm-hmm. so so yeah radiance Catherine valente tony what's your uh what's your you can call me anthony uh i'm gonna go with uh kimchi kimchi like the kimchi cabbage. the food yeah it's a uh, what is kimchi it's a uh, like a fermented uh spicy cabbage like is it describe the texture crunchy yeah i've had it i mean this is really for the viewers but um some of this store-bought stuff you get sits a little longer gets a little softer but it's usually crunchy cabbage is pretty crunchy yeah pretty good crunch to it it's got a little spice and uh it's got good probies for you you put on what do you put it with or what do you pair it with what do you do with it one of my go-to things recently has been a kimchi fried rice nice yeah fried rice is so easy to make and like you can throw like whatever in it What's your go-to fried rice recipe? Because just so you know, everybody really can make – that's like one of those things you really can make it an infinite number of ways. Mm-hmm. I'll do like uh, – Peas and carrots? I'll do carrots, uh, onion. Red, white, yellow, Spanish. All of sweet. them. I, I think any would work in it really. Yeah, but Okay, but what do you usually use? What's your go-to? Or is um, it just whatever you got? I usually use sweet onion. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Carrot, sweet onion, uh, bell pepper, and then yeah, the kimchi. What is the what is your oil like situation looking like? What do you put on it? Like, are you frying it in olive oil, sesame oil? What are you doing? Is there oh, soy sauce involved? Oh yeah, I'll mix like kind of all. Yeah, that, that stuff is like, where it's at. This is what I'm talking about. I, I uh actually I've been saving uh bacon grease. I've been using bacon grease in like in place, your fried rice. And yeah, wow, how'd that come out? It it adds like a, a little different dimension to it, a little spiciness. Bacon grease from a cast iron. Yeah, that's how I love a cast iron. Kind of, yeah, cast iron. I use mine. I like made a, a cast couple iron times a pizza for earlier in the day of the Super Bowl. I made my first cast iron pizza like a week ago. So let me ask you a question: Did you heat your pan in the oven, or did you heat your pan on on the stove? I put it in the oven while it preheated. Yeah. To and then I let it run a little after. Yeah. To, but what did you preheat it? Like, what would you cook yours at? Just whatever the highest my oven goes to. Mine was 500. I think mine's 500 as I was well. hoping it would go high. 450. It's one of the two. Not all of them really go that high. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's an easy thing. What kind of dough did you use? Like, did you buy it from a pizzeria or did you get it at the store? Um, I think I... F- uh, for this one, I think I followed a, a recipe from Elton Brown. His pizza dough recipe. Oh, Alton Brown. I don't know about the recipe, but I know. Who yeah, it's pretty is. good. Uh, dough's a little salty, a little saltier than I like, but it's really good. Comes out pretty good. Oh, his pizza dough recipe. You made it from scratch. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just used store bought dough. You, uh, Aldi's has a really good store bought dough. 
Mama Cozies. I usually get a couple of those. I don't know what the brand is. I've never like paid green, attention. Maybe in red. Yes. I think it's Mama Cozies. Yeah. So if you go to all these and pick up that, I use that store bought dough. That's the one I use. If you pick up that store bought dough and you keep walking straight in most all these, so it depends where they put the dough. But in the Aldi's I was just at on Broadway, believe it or not, where I was on my first errand, closer to Broadway. Anyway, um, went to the Broadway Aldi's. You get the dough, you walk further, the knots are right there. Aldi's oh, carries, and most other dude. stores too, but they have this elite level, like, shelf-stable garlic knots yeah. that you put in the oven f- in the bag for nine minutes. And that sounds so, like, not that great in the bag. But... Trust me, trust me. You poke three holes in the back of the bag, throw that in the oven, dude. You put them out. There's eight of them in there. It's like, I don't know, three to five dollars, something like that. They're somewhere between like two fifty and like four fifty calories each, though. Right. So it helps people who like you know, probably eat, eat four of them, <laughs> bro. I've downed a bag. Four. I I am here publicly stating I've downed a bag. Yeah, bro. It's a problem. They're that good though. There's mar- but now I I space that's a, them out. That's a lot of margarine. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, bro. You're not. You're not fooling anybody. No. Yeah. That's like a guilty pleasure. I've uh, dip them in some marinara, or you do them dry. No, never. I have marinara or pizza sauce on the side or something. Yeah, yeah. That is like that is like I just ate. You know, I'm hungry. I just ate a snack. Like yeah, way those, overdid it. Those slap something vicious. But yeah, you you really could do like. I've also spread them out because it depends. Like if I have those as an accompaniment to something, I'm not eating eight, but. I'll spread them out. It'll be like two at each each leftover meal. Yeah. Past the initial meal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. But yeah, so and. Uh, you were talking about your fried rice. Yeah. What about it? What was your uh, sauce mixture? I still want to know. Oh, sorry. Um, what do I do first? Well, I squeeze out the kimchi juice as much as I can. And then oh okay so you use that as base that's where the kimchi comes in yeah okay got it got save it. that disperse it out through the rice I use soy so- I usually use tamari which is like a oh, uh, yeah, yeah. a brewed soy sauce yeah I like the flavor of, the, of tamari I use some tamari some sesame oil on the rice uh, do you eye it or do you measure all this out are you like, I, yeah I, I, yeah everything and also just eye you, that's uh, that's really how you gotta make it you can't really spend all the time I'm trying to think what else um. I mean, you get a lot of, like, acid and punch from the kimchi, so I don't do any, like, vinegar or anything. Yeah, because, well, it's already fermented. Yeah. It's crunchy, spicy, fermented cabbage. Do you have a particular brand you want to recommend before we close out here? Uh, I think it's called Seoul Kitchen. S-E-O-U. Like the Korean, South Korean city. Yeah, S-E, like, O-U-L. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I get that from Target. Your local Target should have it. Do you do a lot of grocery shopping at Target? No, that's really? like one of the like very few random items that like. Yeah, I get sometimes there. I get anything sealed if I like am there and I'm like, oh, I need that, but I don't do my mainline shopping there. It's They're like, spicy. I'm, I'm built different. Their spicy that. kimchi is really good, but I use their like regular one because sometimes it gets a little too spice. And I like to add some gochujang sometimes. And now you're just making shit up with that. No, with that, <laughs> we're gonna close out here folks it was great talking to you max pass assault is uh, anywhere podcasts are found spotify and apple Podcasts being the two big ones uh we're gonna try to do this weekly hopefully probably weekly or bi-weekly yeah we'll probably do it weekly and um 
try to keep the guests as frequent or as often as they want to be. I'm glad I got to replace John with someone. I'm glad I found you for this pod. Tony, I would say, is a safe bet to be on the podcast again unless I get canceled because of his whatever i don't know maybe something he said maybe max we should I do said. we should do some more shows when you're when you're back in buffalo i am always in buffalo so i'm, I'm just gonna close it out here guys you can check out the patreon uh check us out on youtube check out tony's tiktok at uh what is it now like lolol or is it like big daddy t or whatever i think is. it's uh pop pop mcgee on pop, TikTok. pop mcgee pop pop mcgee watch the cranberry ones those are good yeah um and that's it mm-hmm. that's the show Pass the salt. Pass the salt. Peace sign emoji.